actor, author, certified life coach, encourager, family man, dynamic inspirational speaker, and so much more. Welcome to my podcast, Get Your Positivity with Harold Keith. All right. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We are back yet again. And if you've missed any of these previous episodes, I'm not even going to say shame on you. What I'm going to say is you are missing some of your biggest blessings, some of those reminders that we need. Listen, do not judge the guests by their appearance. Listen to the story. And I promise you, you will be blessed. And if you're not blessed, then... um, I guess it's just not for you, but it's no way that you cannot get a blessing from these guests that we have had. And there's so much more to come. And with that being said, I'm excited about tonight's episode. What is it called? What is it called? I know you're asking. I know you're asking. And I know if you've seen the advertisements, you know, I have a special guest and it is called your past doesn't stop your blessing. Your past doesn't stop your blessing. So let me just do this real quick. I have a special guest of mine. I'm going to bring her, you know, face onto the screen. We have Ms. Renee Maxim Walker. Okay. And she is here with us tonight. Renee. Hey, everybody. Hey, Harold. Hey, hey. I am so So glad that we are here today. So for those who are watching, you can see her. For those who are listening, get to know her because it is going down. The topic is your past doesn't stop your blessing. So it's one thing I like to do because I know, Renee, you are a faithful watcher and listener of the podcast since season one. So I want to just first take a moment to say thank you so much for all of your support, all of your dedication, and just all of your feedback and all of your love because... Look, it, it, it takes one to know one. That's all I'm going to say right there. It, it, it matters to me. So you're welcome. Um, I just wanted to say thank you for that. And it's interesting that you're here in this seat now. Um, interesting, but never denied because God's timing is everything. Um, and I'm so glad that we're just here at this point. You have so many great things going on that I want people to hear about later. Um, but before we even get into all of that, I want people to just get a little glimpse of who you are. So Renee, you know, I like to do this. Tell the people, who is Renee? Oh, well, Renee, I'm going to start it off like this. I'm a restored woman. Mm -hmm. I'm resilient. I'm a wife. I'm a mom. I'm a grandma. I'm a faithful friend. I'm just happy with my life. I'm a business owner. I've done some things that I didn't think I would be able to do. So I'm really proud of myself of where I am today. As you should be. So that was a good summary. I'll let them let them get that. But everything you said, I can endorse that message from what I've experienced and getting to know you. And I know strength is one of those things that you just carry so well, even when the odds are against you, you find a way to just get it through it. And that is one thing I've always admired about you. It doesn't matter what anybody has had to say. It doesn't matter how people may feel. At the end of the day, you do things from the heart and that takes you a long way. Um, so with that being said, now that people have gotten to know you, you know, we don't waste no time around here. Let's go ahead and move in to our Get Your Positivity segment. 
<laughs> All right. So here we are. And Renee, the topic is your past doesn't stop your blessings. And one thing we know is everyone has a story. Not everyone looks like their story, but everyone has a story. And with that being said, you have an interesting story that I know some people need to hear because I know a lot of people feel like the mistakes that they've made in their past dictate where they're going in their future. Every day is a new opportunity to turn things around. It doesn't matter what it looks like. It's what you make it. So I, I know you're going to be transparent because you're here. Uh, and you know, that's how we do it. And we always find a positive twist on whatever the situation may be. But let's talk about your story. So let's talk about the fact that you had an incident, right? Mm -hmm. And this incident could have pretty much ruined your life. I'm talking about like serious, serious things going on. And for some reason you were covered in grace and favor and the blessings kept raining and coming. So I know people are like, wait, what, what, what happened? Don't go too fast, Harold. Okay, don't, don't do it. So, so for those who are listening, pay attention. For those who are watching, catch it. You were in a situation where your life, as you knew it, done. Done. Done over a poor decision mm -hmm. or decisions. We depends on how you want to play this. And... The projection was you're canceled. You know, everybody's canceling everybody in the culture. So we're going to go ahead and go with that. You're canceled. Mm -hmm. However, God says you're not canceled. You're going to feel this, but I'm going to bless you through the process because there are other people who need to know that you are not your past. You are not your mistake unless you allow yourself to keep making them over and over again. So let's talk about the incident. I'm going to go ahead and let you talk. <laughs> First of all, you know, nerves are just going right now because this is something I've, I've, I've spoken about it, you know, to a person, you know, people here and there that are very close to me, but I've never put it on an open platform like this. Yeah. But this incident, let me take you back happened in 2006. So whoever's good at math, just do the math. Just keep a look, you know, pay attention, do the math, count, whatever you do. Um, but when this happened, God told me, you will share your story. And my answer was, oh, no, sir, I will not. Because I was so embarrassed. As this story went on, let me just share what I'm just going to basically say what happened. Basically, I was fired from the job, never was fired from a job. I was charged with a crime. I was arrested. And then I was convicted of this crime. But through that whole process, I was honest transparent as I'm transparent now. Um, and I just accepted it. I hope I'm not bouncing back and forth with what I'm sharing with you, because I want you all to understand what happened without just going into all the details, because 
But anyways, as I was fired, it took a minute. I was going through, you know, back and forth to court. And this was not here. This was when I was living in Maryland. So I was happy. I was thinking, you know, that's my new home. Um, and then this happened. And it was basically just me alone. I was there alone. My family was here back in New York. But um, as I was going through this process, I had to go in and see this detective. And I'm share a little bit. I had to go see this detective that was going to bring me to where they were going to process me. And he was good with me. He, you know, took me to his office and I spoke to him and I told him what was going on. And he took my side and I didn't even realize that certain things were happening the way they were happening at that time. But I say that to put a pen in it, because when I go a little bit further, maybe you'll understand what I'm saying or I'll make it clear. As he's taking me, he was like, okay, I have to, you know, we have to go through the booking process now. He takes me to where I'm going to be booked. He puts me in the front seat of his car. He said, nope, you can get in the front seat. We're just going around the building. I didn't have any cuffs on or anything. Never had cuffs on, okay? Until I got to this building. Mm. We get to the door. He takes me out the car. He said, this is the hard part. I have to put cuffs on you. So he had me put my arms, my hands behind my back. And Harold, I took a deep breath. And I just kind of sighed. And he said, I can't believe that you're being so calm. And my answer to him, and I truly believe that this answer really was the start of me helping myself. Mm -hmm. Okay. I said to him, everything happens for a reason. I just don't know what that reason is yet. When I think about it today, that reason could be because what I'm doing right now may be helping somebody else. And I pray that what I'm sharing helps somebody else because what I went through was very, you know, I played a lot in my head and it really messed me up. But anyways, I'm going to jump and say that as I was going back and forth to court and I accepted everything that was going on, I didn't even know what I was accepting. I thought I was accepting what I did and I did that. But after I put my plea of guilty in, I'm talking to my public defender and I said, what, you know, exactly whatever it was. And it has something to do with money. And when he told me the total, I'm like, no, sir. Come to find out after the fact, after I've gone through all of this, somebody else was dipping in and I took down charges for somebody else. And I didn't know until it was too late. So not only was I doing charges for myself, I had charges against me that somebody else did, but because I said guilty and never really asked prior to, because I've never gone through anything like this before, I accepted her charges too, even though she wasn't charged. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. um, right before the sentencing, I said to this public defender, is this going to mess me up? Like, am I going to be able to work again? Am I going to be able to whatever? And his words to me was that this was going to slow my world down. And I was going to probably not be able to do a lot of the things that I've always wanted to do. Those words stuck with me to today, actually. But today it doesn't affect me the way it used to. 
but when I told you this was two, now this was now we're in 2007, February 2007. I've held those words with me since February 2007. How many years is that? Hmm. So as I stood up in front of this judge, and I he said, "How do you plead?" And I said, "Guilty." And he issued me a sentence. Now I'm in Virginia because this happened in Virginia. I worked in Virginia. I cried, but I, I, I cried, but the person, I forget what you call him that does this typing thing, the stenographer or whatever. Mm-hmm. I could see she's emotional. I could hear the judge's voice sound. He like, he was a little emotional. I think because they hurt my sincerity. I wasn't trying to hurt nobody. I wasn't trying, I wasn't trying to do anything wrong to hurt anybody or anything. When he sentenced me, he said two days served and five years probation. It didn't register in my head what that meant. So they take me in the back and, you know, I get processed. And I did two days, no, four days served, two days. So basically what that meant is when that detective brought me in, that was considered a day. I didn't know that. Mm. So that's a blessing. Then they take me downstairs and I am put into my own little room. I was never out amongst all these people. I was always safe, if that makes any sense. These were blessings to me because I could have been put out into this world with all of these people. You know, when I say world, meaning the jail. Mm -hmm. Never was I. I was always put into something where I was by myself. And then when the next day they said I could find out when I was going home and they said, oh, you'll be released tomorrow. And I'm like, what? Because then I was, I went home to New York because I was back in New York. So I came back home to New York. They transferred my probation here. I did all my time here. But Harold, I had a job here waiting for me. I never went without a job. I never to this day went without a job. I may have interviewed for some jobs and didn't get hired but I never went without employment. I always had a paycheck. So to me, that was a blessing. Um, I used to care what people thought about me and none of that matters anymore, what I'm sharing with you and with the world, whoever's watching, um, because I look at how God continued to bless me through the whole process. And even through this process, I shared with my pastor you know, because I was volunteering, I started volunteering at my church when I came back after I got after I because this shook me to my core. So it took me a little bit of time to like baby myself and, you know, get myself back on track. But once I did, I started volunteering at my church. And one night I just shared with him. But that didn't stop him from putting me in leadership positions at the church where I was in charge of, you know, I reported directly to him. I would you know, take care of the membership. I would take care of funerals. I would take care of weddings. I would take care of baby dedications, whatever it was. That's what I did. But that was outside of my full-time job. So I just became really, you know, in working in the church and, and just being, finding who Renee was and getting through this process. And even like I said, with jobs, I may have not got hired because of, you know, certain situations, but the job that I have today the agency that I work for, I had to do fingerprints and a background check 
And because I was so open and honest, I know that's why I got hired because I typed it all out what happened and I gave it to him and I was hired where if I was lying, I would not have had this job. So I say all of that to say I've been blessed through the whole thing. Was it traumatizing? Absolutely. It shook me to my core. Um, even, even up until I'll say, I mean, even up until recently, it would bother me. But let me share something. I don't know if you want me to share this yet. Ah, hold on, hold on. So before you even get to sharing that, let's go back because I'm about to press you a little bit. I don't even know if you're ready for what what we're about to do. We gonna see. I don't know if you're ready, but. So here you are. Now I know some people are listening and those who are watching are like trying to put the pieces together because you know what they want to know. Mm -hmm. What is it that Renee did to even get her in this situation? Ooh. Well, this job that I had, I was the treasurer of a committee and I looked at it as I was borrowing this money and I was gonna put this money back. And because I'm so transparent and I didn't look at it that I was doing harm, I shared it with somebody. I said, oh yeah, I borrowed you know X amount of dollars and I'm you know, gonna put it in on payday. Well, this job that I had, we all had security clearances. Uh-huh. And with that, you have to report any wrongdoings. So this person didn't do me wrong. They were doing their job. So the next day I come into work and I get called to the president's office and, you know, he was really upset because he didn't want to, he didn't want to do that. He didn't want to have to let me go, but they did. They had to, I lost everything. I lost my job. I lost my clearance. And that was just the beginning of losing things. Come yeah. back to New York, you know, go ahead. So that's where we're at with this, right? Because what I want people to understand, and I, I understand that this is this is oppressing outside of your comfort zone to be in this right now. Very much so. I want people to understand, what were those feelings like on that journey? Like, oh what did God. you experience? I don't, you know how we do it here. We, I know you, so I already know what you're doing but I know what you need to do, not just for those who are listening. It's not even about those who are listening, not those who are watching. And I love you all. I appreciate y'all for tuning in, but this is about Renee really seeing herself. Those feelings that that I, the the feelings that I went through hurt Mm -hmm. more than hurt, hurt times 10, because that's something that I never seen me going through. I wasn't trying to get myself into any trouble. I mean, can I say that was a dumb move? That was a stupid dumb move. Uh I know that. I know that was wrong. But what the punishment that I went through was not just what was I was going through. It was the torture and the punishment that I did to Renee. I tortured myself. I was living in hell for a very long, 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 long time. And a lot of that was what I was doing to myself. The talk in my head, my self-esteem damaged, my self-worth damaged, all of that gone. But the front face that I'm good for putting on, 
I will put that front face on to go out and do my day. But when I came back home, oh my God. And see, there you have it. There are times where you are going through stuff. You are living in your mistake. Literally, you're beating yourself over the head over and over again. No one has any idea what's going on because you are sending your representative, the one that they know, the one that they see out there to make sure that everything looks and appears to be good when really we are not good. You are not good. It's not happening. You are beating yourself up. You are in a corner. You are not eating right. You're not sleeping right. You're not thinking right. And mental health does matter. And we are so focused on the mistake that we made. And, and, and this is a base of life. You're going to make mistakes. There are different types of mistakes. However, mistakes do not define who you are as a person. If someone is holding you captive to the mistakes that you've made, they are not for you and should not be around you. You have to keep on moving because everybody makes mistakes. It is okay to make mistakes. What's not okay is to live in those mistakes to the point where you don't live. Right. Because you can't get your blessings. You can't grab your favor and you're, you're fighting it off because you feel like you're not worthy. Sometimes it's that ownership. Whenever we go, there's a consequence for every, every decision that we make in life. And life is filled with decisions. And everyone's consequence looks different. But so does favor. Mm-hmm. So does the grace. So does the blessing. You had a situation where, yes, you pulled away. You were going to replace it. Cool. You, 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 you said something. That person had to say something. What they said at the airport, you see something, say something, right? They did that. They did their job, right? Mm-hmm. They had to let you go. Then here you are in a point where a pretty woman, by the way, going to jail, mm. losing it all, thinking you have your dream place in Maryland, everything's going good, not wanting to go back home necessarily, living your best life, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. And then here we are. Life as you've known it flipped and turned around. And I don't know how many people are listening. I don't know how many people are watching, but that's how life is sometimes. We are on such a high and then in seconds it flips. But that's how good God is too, because even in a storm, he'll give you shelter. He'll give you the boat. But you have to come to him correct with a certain kind of mentality with a certain kind of understanding, with a certain kind of surrendering. So here you are in jail. So why you're in jail? Because you know, we already talked about the officer, right? Which are these all signs. They didn't handcuff you and just throw you in the back. Glory be to God for that. He didn't have to, he didn't put those handcuffs on you until he had to. And when he had to, you walked in there. What was the feeling of being in those that that cell and being by yourself, even in that moment, like what were you going through? Harold, um, I used to work at a juvenile detention facility, which was a secure like lockdown. And I thought about the kids that went through that, how they lived like that. But when I went into my, when they put me in that cell, when I had to do my couple of days, Harold, I counted the cinder blocks in the room. I slept it off. I had a blanket over me and I just slept it off. I tried to keep myself to a point where I didn't eat because I didn't want that stuff. 
thank God I was only there for two days. That's all I'll say. But yeah. those two days, they never put me in the population. They kept me right by their front desk. I was right by the desk that you come in and get processed. I never left that. I never left that location. I was blessed. I was truly, truly blessed through that whole thing. It could have been so much worse. I could have been with people that wanted to fight and whatever. And in my head, I was like, okay, Renee, you know, somebody come at you act crazier than them because then they'll leave you alone. That's what I would think. But I never even had to do nothing crazy like that. I just was, I was left alone. They check on me. I ask a question and then that would be it. I just slept my time away and I just wanted to go home. Let's get to the courtroom, right? Mm. When, what was it that your public defender said to you? When I asked him about my life, will it be, will I be able to do the same things? And he said, no, your life's going to be slowed down. And what did he say? He's going to be slowed down and I'm not going to be able to do the things that I always wanted to do. And I was like, oh, and that and really stuck. Those words from people who don't know who you serve or who you are sometimes will stick in your head and you'll start living and what they prophesied over your life. And that's not the fact, because here you are doing more than what you thought you were going to be able to do and really living life. And, mm -hmm. and with that mm -hmm. on your record, because God will use you. Mm -hmm. He uses everybody differently, but it's all for the greater good. And here you are. This is what people do. They go to the hospitals and they believe everything that doctor says. They go here and they believe everything that they say. When people say they're not good enough or the teacher says they don't see it for them or uh, a partner or somebody says, you know, they ain't got it like this or ain't that. They believe what people are saying instead of listening to what God is telling them about them and living in that. Everybody will never approve. You will never get approval from a whole room. Because And if you do, let me tell you, there's some people who are saying they approve just to go with the crowd, but they're not really approving. You will right. never get 100% approval for all of those that you stand in front of. Everyone always has something to say about something. You're always going to be a topic. But just because they say these things does not make them a reality. They only have power when you give it to them. Right. When you surrender to it. Mm -hmm. When you start walking in it. When you start living like it. So here you are. It was embedded in your brain for years. Even through the blessings, you still had that embedded in your head, which was limiting what you could do. However, it was like I was chained. It was like I was I was like I was in bondage. I I had myself in bondage because it played in my head. Oh, you can't do that. Oh, you can't do that. But then yet I was still doing things, but it was so embedded in me. It hurt me so bad that though I was still doing things, I was saying, you can't do that. There's a lot of stuff I said, oh, you can't do that. I'm sure I don't have a lot of the stuff that I thought I would have because I thought I can't do that. And here you are. What could have that, that sentence could have went what way? What was the worst thing that they presented to you? Those five years of probation that they gave me, mm -hmm. I could have did five years in prison. So here you are mm -hmm. at home mm -hmm. on probation, checking in, doing what you got to do. Going to work. Cooking what you want to cook, still making money. Mm -hmm. Where you could have been served whatever they felt like serving. And away from my, my family. Away from your family. I would have been in another state. 
your past does not stop your blessings. Your mistakes do not define you. People do not dictate where you go. Come on, y'all. Y'all, for those who are listening, I hope you are hearing the undertones. I hope they are ringing to your ears. You're processing it in your mind. It is settling in your heart. Those who are watching, I hope you can see this. Now, I know, Renee, you were trying to keep it cute, but we had to go back because I know people already. What they were saying is, well, what did she do? And you can't save nobody if you can't release it. Right. It's released. I worried about what people thought about me. Mm. I don't even care. I've come so far past that because everything that I've gone through and the blessings that I've continually received, that ain't people. I don't really care. They're not my final judgment. They're not going to have the final say over Renee. Do you know? And I used to let all that stuff bind me up. No longer. No longer. I'm being obedient right now and doing what God told me that I was going to do back in February 2007. And I told him no. You mean the same time that that man told you that your life was going to slow down? Not really. Sometimes your life does slow down because- God will slow it down Mm -hmm. because you need to feel something. You have to grow through some things so you don't make the same mistakes. Right. And so that God can speak to you and you have that time and that moment to to say, okay, Lord, I'm I'm going with you. I'm good on this other end. I've learned that what Renee does, what Harold Keith does, that don't cut it. Right. It's what you want us to do. Absolutely. It slowed a little bit, but it never stopped. Slowed. It slowed a little bit where it needed to. It never stopped. And sometimes that's what your blessings. I mean, we have daily blessings, but sometimes the magnitude of your blessings, they will slow down when you're Mm -hmm. off track and you're not being obedient. However, they don't stop. I hope somebody just caught that. I I hope somebody just caught that. So. What were some of your biggest lessons learned along the way? Mm. My lessons learned, of course, I know. I knew what I did was wrong. I would never do that again. Never have, never will. Um, I learned, Harold, that honesty is the best way to live. Honesty is the best way to live because I've learned just through experience, just different things that may have, I, I encountered. When I was honest, it worked in my favor. Mm-hmm. As hard as it is to be honest with certain things, it worked in my favor. But I believe that was God also teaching me that, yes, you see, when you're honest, you get blessed. When you're honest, things go okay. Where if you were to not tell the truth, you won't be okay. So definitely, definitely the, the being honest and um, being, um, being true to yourself, being true to yourself. It was the, was the saying to thine own self be true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Be true to yourself. I sit here and I listen to you and, and, and your story and 
it just takes me back to some of the mistakes that I made. Hanging with the wrong crowd, doing things I'm not supposed to do. Then when it's time you get caught, mm. no one else is around but you. But you. So you have to carry that. Thank God for grace, mm-hmm. for favor. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes things can go one way and it's set up by the world to go one way. Mm-hmm. But it's God who says, Mm-mm. this is mine. Mm-hmm. Let me handle this. All right. So it's, it's just like my pastor would use the word, you know, we're, we're justified in our sins. And he said, let's just break that word down a little bit. Justified. And this is one word that actually would help me when I would hear him say that just as if I never sinned. And I'm like, yeah, that's it. That's mm-hmm. it. So. Yeah. Yeah. So I know people are listening and I mean, I hope they got the gist of what we were saying, even if they didn't get it, they got at least the sizzle from it so that they can apply it to their lives. But, you know, we're gonna move on to our next segment mm-hmm. called A Word of Advice. So, to some, you shouldn't even be blessed like this. But to those who know, walk in those blessings. Mm -hmm. So for anyone who's listening and may have gone through some legal issues, made some mistakes legally, serve in jail time, whatever the case may be, and feel like that's it, what do you have to say to those people? I actually said it in that last segment. To always be honest, be honest to yourself, be authentic, Be true to you because honestly, it's all about you and God. It doesn't matter what other people say, think. Some may turn their back on you. It's all right. They weren't for you. Just be true to yourself and be honest and be obedient. The main thing is be obedient because I feel, even though I wasn't at first, I mean, it happened when I was supposed to, I'm sharing now. It took me how many years to share publicly, but be true to yourself and be obedient and be honest. And And there is redemption after it all. It is. So we're gonna say for those who are listening and of course those who are watching, but for those who are listening also, I just wanna say that you can't allow your past to dictate your future. Allow your past to educate you on what to not do in the future. Catch it? Some messages are just simple. That's it. It's it's no more to it. But now that we've gotten that done, I do want to talk about some of the things that you have going on right now. But that all falls into this category. Where is Renee? Okay, we're back. So Renee, after all of that, 
how is life going now? Where are you? What are you doing? How can people find you? We want all of that. We want to we want to know what is Renee? Where is Renee? What's happening? What's popping? Is what some people like. Do they still say that? I don't know. But okay, <laughs> we're gonna go from there. Okay, I do know that you still have some updates on your blessings. Mm. So let me go back to uh, the beginning of September of this year. I was with my girlfriend and I was offered a trip to Barbados. Okay. And I was like, I don't have my passport because that was one of my blocks that I would never go for because I was afraid to do it because I was told that I couldn't have those things. So I thought. Mm. So September 21st. I go and do a walk-in. I had an appointment set up to go in on September 21st. I came out with my passport. The smile on my face, the chains felt like they fell off of me. I felt like I was a free woman because now I have something that I always thought I couldn't have. So on Friday, September 24th, I went to Barbados for a few days. That was like living a dream. It was like living a dream. Not only that, I just got offered another trip to go to Miami and cruise out to the Bahamas and a couple of other places. I will be doing that the first week of November. Um, I just feel like now, since I went ahead and did what I needed to do, the chains fell off. I'm living. I'm free. I could go where I want to go. I've always, I could have done this, but because mind you, I've had myself all on lockdown. I'm living life. I got a business. You can see my little banner behind me. Maxessories Boutique, online boutique. And I'm also doing a, a CBD cannabis um, business. Helps with my pain that I go through and I want to help others. So if it's something that's going to help somebody, that's what I want to do. I don't, I don't want to just be here moving stuff or trying to make money. I want to do something that's going to benefit and help someone else. So I'm a, like I said, I'm, I'm a mom, I'm a grandma. I'm just happy. My life is really happy where I'm at right now. Good, 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 good. All right. So, you know, I asked this on every episode. So before we go, you know, I'm going to ask you a question. But before I even get to that point, mm -hmm. I just want to say this. Life is meant to be lived. Mm -hmm. There is no such thing as perfect there is no such thing as limit. <laughs> there is no such thing as a failure. People believe these things because they allow the world to dictate it. I can go on and on with that list, but you have to apply it. Mental health matters. But you, if you don't start talking to yourself, if you don't get that positivity, get your positivity in your mind, you will not be able to navigate the things that your mind can show you and tell you to do. Things that many of us will never see because we don't believe it. Overqualified. Mm and purpose. One no is a step closer to your right yes. One no is a step closer to the right yes. 
God is always working on your behalf, even when you make mistakes, even when you don't feel it, even when you don't know it. And Miss Renee? I forgot to tell you one more thing. I was blessed with a brand new job today. Right on time. I not, just the, not, not, not the one that was convicted. Oh yeah, I got a, I, I got hired to uh, for a new job. Mm -hmm. Today, this afternoon, they called me. Yeah. Your past doesn't stop mm -hmm. your blessings. So, with that being said, I'm going. I'm gonna let that settle. And we're going to go ahead because I want to know what song it is. That's your theme song in life right after this. All right, Renee. So I'm curious to see where you're going with this one. The song that I'm sticking to has brought me through many times of issues or depression or even this whole situation is Yolanda Adams. Open my heart. Mm, that's a good choice. That Yolanda right there. Mm -hmm. That's good. Mm -hmm. That's good. All right. Well, here we are yet again with another episode. Renee, thank you so much for joining. Of course, you can find her on Facebook. You can get her at maxaccessoriesboutique.com. I know you have another website. What's the other website they can get you on if they want that CBD, whatever you got going on? You want me to say it or? Uh, I'm, yeah. Maxhealingherbs.wakana.com. I will have to put that somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> all right <laughs> don't don't hide now all right so it's cool that's a, that's a mouthful but it is you. um thank you for just coming up and putting that stamp on your past doesn't stop your thank blessings you. and congratulations on the position at your job whoop, whoop. and you. with that being said for those who are watching i hate to break it to you but if you want to listen to yolanda adams open my heart you're gonna have to google it itunes whatever it is that you use on your music platform but for those who are listening in, here we are with Yolanda Adams, open my heart. Until next time, be blessed. Thank you.
that's why 